NBA Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. Sports are back, and MyBookie is now offering a 100% deposit bonus when you use the promo code SGP. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP to play, win, and get paid. We're also brought to you by the leaders in daily fantasy, DraftKings. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code SGP to get a shot at millions of dollars every day this week. That's promo code SGP to get a shot at millions of dollars in prizes every day this week. Only at DraftKings. And finally, we're brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in pay-per-head providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Welcome to NBA Gambling Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Rich Fat Baby McKee. Uh, you can follow me at the Ryan McKee on Twitter. Um, hope you guys are having a good Monday right now, watching the games. I am having a shitty Monday. I am outside of Tucson, Arizona right now in a house. The power has been out for the last two hours. I can't watch the games. I'm just getting, and I don't even have a good signal on my phone. I can't stream anything. I'm just getting periodic updates on the scores. I'm, I'm kind of freaking out. I don't know what's going on. And I don't know when the power is going to come back, which is why I can't have Zach Broner on the podcast. Like I was planning to uh, break down our picks for Tuesday. Going forward, I should have Zach Broner on the podcast pretty much every weekday to break down the picks for the next day. Unfortunately, I, again, I don't know when the power is going to come back on, uh, when I can get internet. I don't even know when I'm going to be able to upload this podcast. I hope by tonight, at least. I did already have this other podcast recorded from yesterday. It's with Ryan Sullivan. He is a uh, great Redditor who's gone viral many times with his NBA analysis posts. He first went uh, viral when he did the James Harden uh, strip club analysis, showing how James Harden plays worse in cities with good strip clubs. His latest one is LeBron James Taco Tuesday, showing how LeBron James' fascination with Taco Tuesday has led to uh, poorer stats over the last two seasons on Tuesday specifically um so we're gonna get to that interview very soon I just wanted to let you know I I, I apologies if you're hoping to hear Zach and I's uh breakdown of picks for tomorrow you can definitely go to the website sportsgamblingpodcast.com click on NBA picks and you'll see our picks for Tuesday I gotta say, I'm I'm having a real hard time since the bubble started back up with my picks I'm about 500 which I'm about 500 with my locks which is not Good, guys. I am sorry if you're following my picks and losing money. I'm going to do my best to turn that around. Uh, enough excuses. Let's get to uh, Ryan Sullivan. And now I am here with Ryan Sullivan, SGPN contributor and NBA Reddit viral goer. I don't know what the term is for it. The, uh, <laughs> Ryan's latest analysis, if you haven't already seen it, it, it went 
uh, viral on uh, Reddit this uh, last week. LeBron James Taco Tuesday analysis. He has proven that since LeBron has moved out to the West and gotten really excited about Taco Tuesday, that his production on those days has gone demonstrably down. Uh, but I'll let him kind of sum it up for you. I mean, a few years ago, you started seeing all this stuff online about LeBron James, and he starts putting these horribly cringy videos on Instagram where he would scream Taco Tuesday and, you know, of course, doing the whole dad thing and making his, his kids chant it and all that. Yep. And as anything that he does, um, it goes viral after a while. And, you know, everybody takes their, you know, typical partisan lines as it comes to LeBron. You know, there's the haters who yeah. love everything, or the haters who, you know, will shit on anything he does and the stands who will defend him no matter, like, you know, what it is. Um, and so, you know, there's the nice people, you know, talking about how wholesome it is. Great to see this family side of LeBron. And then there's other people that are like, you know, questioning the cultural appropriation and the accent is using or, you know, shitting on his tacos is not authentic enough or, you know, whatever. I really feel like Taco Tuesday, you can't really claim cultural appropriation because Taco Tuesday is not a thing in Mexico. Like Taco Tuesday is just like a white person thing to market ta like tacos at shitty Mexican restaurants. Well, let's be clear. The, the haters will find anything to grab oh, onto. That's but true. I don't think in fairness to that argument uh, and, and, you know, in all sensitivity, I don't think anybody's issue was with having Taco Tuesdays. It was like this accent that he uses uh, when he screams Taco Tuesday and he does that. Uh, and I think people... We're saying that, you know, maybe that's pushing it a little bit. Of I course, get that. I, okay. I don't really have a take on it either way. Um, and that's, you know, not, and that's not, not what we're here to discuss anyway. Yeah. Yeah. That, I, I don't have a place in that conversation for the most part. Um, yeah. But, you know, of course, the haters are going to find anything they can. And, and you know, the, the stands are going to defend it and everything. So uh, that, I think, that dynamic with LeBron kind of makes everything he does go viral, you know, whether mm. it's a, a offhanded China comments or, you know, yeah. the Taco Tuesdays, right? So I think that was, uh, that's kind of like where it all started. And, and, you know, people always talking about it, you see it on Instagram and it goes through, through Twitter and stuff. And, and I decided like everything that, that catches that kind of NBA zeitgeist level to uh, explore the data side. And I had done like a real quick, real quick, just plugged in the, the numbers and, and ran like, you know, some, some rough charts uh, back in like December and saw how he was performing way worse than his season averages on Tuesdays. Um, like just in, in that season and the season before. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh, so is he just, you know, always distracted by Tuesdays? Is this a thing that's always going on? And then I went and looked in the data and, and I see that throughout his career, Tuesdays actually one of his better days. It's actually it's his best day of the week. Uh, he could always count on, on beating most of his 10 stats. I looked at, you know, like game score and points, you know, shooting efficiencies, blocks, rebounds, turnovers, all that good stuff. And across the board, he, he could consistently, you know, overperformed on Tuesdays throughout his career. And then there was that point in 2018 where Tuesdays become just about his worst day. Um, and this kind of, uh, you know, obviously I had to, to make this, you know, information public, right? Mm -hmm. and, and of course, 
as I'm looking at it, you want to, you want to get a sense of like the scale, you know what I mean? Is this a big, you know, number? And it's about a 5% swing, you know, and meaning in the pre-Taco Tuesday era, you know, the majority of his career, he was performing about 2% better across all of his stats on Tuesday nights. And then in the Taco Tuesday era, since he started these, these shenanigans, uh, his Tuesday performance is about two and a half percent worse. Yeah, and you, you have all the research. You can check it out at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. I have the article up there. He also uh, check out his his viral Reddit posts. Uh, what's your what's your handle on Reddit? Uh, Angry Centrist. Angry Centrist. That's right. So you can check him out there. So when he was playing in uh, Miami and and Cleveland, uh, you know he wasn't just as distracted. Tacos aren't a big thing out there, you know. Uh, you know, he was he was probably more focused on the pierogies in Cleveland and maybe the Cubanos in Miami. I don't know. Um, but yeah, since he's moved to Los Angeles, tacos are big. You know, I lived in L.A. for eight years total. And uh, obviously, like tacos are the biggest thing out here. So LeBron got really engaged in Taco Tuesday. And, and it's not like and you said uh, uh, we were talking a little bit before the podcast. A lot of people were asking you on Reddit, like, well, what what's is he eating tacos right before the games? Is that's why is he lethargic or is he just really distracted by his love of Taco Tuesday? He's not really thinking about the game. You don't really know. You, you just wanted to show the numbers and let everybody else draw their own conclusions. Yeah. You know, I kind of have my own ideas uh, and, and, and to how this, you know, whole thing plays out for LeBron uh, on Tuesdays, but, I think one of the biggest questions that people were asking is, you know, how does this play out? Like logistically, you know, is it he's eating the, the tacos before the game and it's too heavy or, you know, he, you know, obviously LeBron's known for being a big health nut and stuff. So is he waiting till after the game and that's all he's thinking about? And, and I'm kind of in that camp a little bit um, is what people were mostly curious is like, how is it affecting his Tuesday performance? And uh, I kind of wanted to leave it up to everybody's, you know, imagination. Let the, let the comment section, you know, be yeah. the arbiter of, of that. And just let the analysis speak for itself. You know, the data is clear. The data shows what it shows. You know, coloring it in, you know, that, that's all, you know, subjective. But, you know, my personal take is LeBron has an unhealthy fixation with Taco Tuesdays. I mean, any time he can he's tweeting about taco tuesday you know the the wildfires in california last year he's sending taco trucks to him on a <laughs> yeah, tuesday yeah that's uh, right i remember that you know, he's on a, he, he got featured on a migo song called taco tuesday i mean the dude has found a way to like integrate this into his identity and uh you know i'm not gonna lie just to rewind a little bit, I was suspicious, you know, as a Houstonian, we're known for our, our tacos, particularly our breakfast tacos. And like, I don't <laughs> think there's any Mexican people in Cleveland uh, or Ohio in general. Uh, I think well, I doing my wife research, is, I actually have a unique perspective on this. My wife's from Cleveland. I've been there. You do not see a lot of Mexican restaurants in general. No. And the, the, the Mexican I have eaten in Cleveland, not that good. Sorry, Cleveland. And, and, you know, I love a good anecdote, but I'm a data guy. So yep. I did go look at the population of yeah, Hispanic population by state. And Ohio is like, has the fourth least Hispanic people in the United States. Well, there you go. So, the you numbers know, back I up what suspicious. I've noticed. Okay. I was suspicious. But, you know, LeBron has, has over these last couple of years really found a way to integrate tacos into his, you know, identity. Um, 
And so I was, you know, I guess super curious as to, you know, where that leaves him, you know what I mean? Like on a day-to-day basis when he has a game, you know, mm-hmm. think about it. He wakes up at 9 a.m. all day long. He's like, it's Taco Tuesday, but I can't eat tacos because yeah. I got a game in hours. So he yeah, he'd rather be home day. with his, he's rather be home with his family uh, doing Taco Tuesday. Yeah, doing corny videos, you know what I mean? Pan in the room, showing his chef, you know, making, mm-hmm. making the tacos. I mean, that's what LeBron wants to do. So, you know, my proposal in the end is, Whoever runs the Lakers organization, presumably LeBron, should bench himself on Tuesday nights. In fact, he shouldn't even travel with the team if it's an away game. Let him stay home with the family on Tuesdays, host a little Taco Tuesday show on Instagram. You know, he gets to focus his Taco Tuesday passion on Tuesday nights, and the rest of the week he's 100% basketball, you know, out yeah. there dominating the courts. I mean, this is a win-win situation. You know, the best part of the NBA is the drama, right? People love following the personalities, you know, so we got to give the fans what they want, you know, give us the taco Tuesdays, you know, and then give us a real fully committed LeBron the rest of the nights he's playing back. The NBA has been back since Thursday. I can still barely believe it. It's so much fun to have lines and odds and real games to bet on again. And the best place to do that is, you know what I'm going to say. It's mybookie.ag. That's right. With MyBookie, it's simple. You bet, you win, and they pay. MyBookie is the only sportsbook that loves the NBA as much as we do. That's why they have 150 different bets for you to choose from. They've got tons of player props. They have live NBA betting. They have live WNBA betting. You get first half lines, first quarter lines. It, you can get everything there. That's what's great. And not just NBA. MLB, NFL, every sport you can imagine is at mybookie.ag. Join today and MyBookie will double your first deposit. That's right. They will match you dollar for dollar in what you deposit. So you deposit 100 bucks, they give you an extra 100 bucks to play with. That's 200 bucks. I'm sure you could have done that math, but still, I just wanted to make it easy for you because MyBookie makes it easy for everyone to bet win and get paid so make sure to go join mybookie.ag use promo code sgp to support this podcast and also you get that deposit bonus at mybookie the terms are simple you bet you win and they pay yeah no i mean i get that and and to bring this into you know since this is an nba gambling and dfs podcast uh i mean i you've We've talked before. We've had you on before to talk about James Harden's unsell, unhealthy obsession with strip clubs, and we could, you've shown how when he's in a popular strip club city, his numbers do go down. So that's something to keep in mind for DFS and gambling. Maybe uh, go the under on James Harden performances in popular strip club cities. Uh, you know, maybe don't bet on the Rockets in those cities. Um, but now we, you've shown like. You just should not put LeBron in your lineups on Tuesday nights, and you should probably fade the Lakers. Now, going right now, going into the playoffs, they don't have any Tuesday games on the schedule. Um, but once the playoffs hit, they will definitely be playing on Tuesdays. Um, but you just put up an update on our site, kind of at the DFS angle uh, with this study. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, I just kind of wanted to, you know, tie in the whole analysis 
with the you know gambling side. You know, put this analysis in you know terms that you know we see the world through. You know, money making terms. Yeah. Uh, and and so I think that's that that was important uh, for me to kind of convey that perspective. I didn't think it quite fit in with the whole analysis, um, but I think it works well as a separate you know thing for the people that that are that are into the to the the daily fantasy um, side. So. Uh, what I did is I found this like Chrome add-in that pulls in the daily fantasy score for every game log, like for a player. And so you just go to basketball reference, you download the add-in, go to basketball reference, and it adds three columns to the right for daily fantasy score. And I think that's like kind of for anybody that does DFS analytics yeah. and stuff, that's kind of groundbreaking because pulling. I mean, that's must those- have if you're a big DFS player. And pulling those charts is hard. Like going to these sites will give you last year's DFS numbers, but they won't give you the year before mm-hmm. uh, without, you know, paying for enhanced, you know, access and stuff like that. Um, and then the format they give them to you isn't going to be with all of the other box stats and, and it's not going to be formatted in ways you can compare to other um, stats and other players and things. So that was like really like, like, I don't know, that was key to being, even being able to do this analysis. So I did that, and then I went and pulled in his 17 seasons of data, and then basically plugged that into the same analysis I had done initially for the other 10 stats. Um, and I did it for two um, DFS scores, the DraftKings points and mm-hmm. FanDuel. So, you know, for everybody, I know we're DraftKings site, but for everybody, anybody that plays uh, you know, both sides, uh, the numbers are, are aggregated between them. But it shows since LeBron started – the Taco Tuesday antics, he's seeing like a three and a half percent decline in his Tuesday fantasy point score. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're, you know, deciding between two players and LeBron's one of them and it's a Tuesday night game, I mean, you could reasonably expect for him to perform less than a season average. Right. And because and he's one of the most expensive players in the lineups anyway. So you're right. that you're, you're, you're putting him in your nuts. stud on a Tuesday, right? Right. It's something that you might, you know, might lean you the other way. And again, you were talking about, you know, fading the Lakers. If you're doing a straight up bet, then, you know, the Lakers are going to perform worse than their season average in terms of win percentage on Tuesday nights. I mean, that's what we've figured out is that Tuesday nights is an off night for the Lakers and for LeBron. And it's just something to consider. I mean, the 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 matchup specific things like they definitely matter right but mm-hmm. you got to look at the macro trends you know always consider the macro and uh, I think I'm not going to say LeBron's never going to be a solid pick for a Tuesday night if he's the only guy or if you're playing one of the uh, the the knockout tournaments mm-hmm. for the playoffs uh, you know where you lose a player every time you pick him like make sure Tuesday night's not the night but if that's the only night you know you're coming to the end of the playoffs and end of a series with the Lakers down unlikely. You know, I guess throw LeBron in there if you're, you know, cornered into it. But at yeah. the end of the day, I mean, we have it's, a, it's we have to a keep strategic in, angle here. Yeah, it's something to keep in mind, like, going forward. It's not the only thing to keep in mind, like you're saying, but right. obviously. And, and, and we don't know how it affects his, his playoff numbers because he hasn't been in the playoffs since Taco Tuesday has happened because obviously he was injured and then the Lakers missed the playoffs last season. Um, so, uh and it's also a little different with him being in quarantine. We're not sure how, if he's able to get tacos in Orlando. I don't know. Has I feel, he, 
I've seen a lot of the players have like bringing in their personal chefs to the bubble and stuff. I'd assume LeBron's doing the same. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, of all the people, I would imagine up. of all the people I would imagine, and I haven't been paying attention to his, uh, his social media in the, in the week since he he's been there. And I think you mentioned this to me, he's not doing zero dark 30 for this playoffs, right? He's not uh, like, he usually turns off all his social media during the playoffs, but he's already said he's not doing that. So I'm not sure how that's going to affect him too. It's the first playoffs of the Taco Tuesday era. He can't miss out on those big social media nights. I mean, yeah. that's, those are the nights he lives for. Like right now, I mean, he hasn't lived for playoff basketball in two years, but he's lived for every Taco Tuesday. <laughs> he lets us know every damn week. Yeah. No, he, he, can't, he can't miss Taco Tuesday. So he's not going zero dark 30 anymore. Another thing to just, hey, keep in mind going forward. Keep in mind going forward. Um, uh, I, so one of the things I noticed in your initial analysis was that uh, you, you showed like uh, LeBron's performances by day of the week and his percent of negative variances versus his percent of positive variances. It actually is best. His best day now is on Wednesdays. Is that correct? Yeah. I mean, do you know that feeling you get? when you haven't had sex in a while and then yep. right after you finish, it's just like pure relief and bliss. Yeah. That's Wednesdays for LeBron. <laughs> so he, Seven he, days. he's energized the next day by tacos. I mean, it's the, that's what the data says. That's what the data says. So, so fade LeBron on Tuesdays, bet on him on Wednesdays, put him in your DFS lineups on Wednesdays. I mean, they the post-coital, you know, that's it. <laughs> it's the post-coital bet. That's what we need. I mean, there's also the, there's some people who say, uh, you know, athletes should withstand from sex uh, before big games or like uh, notably like uh, boxers, right? They're, they, they're supposed to withstand from sex before big, big bouts. But you're saying for LeBron in particular, that's, the opposite he has is like he he needs his taco tuesday he's he's too pent up on tuesday he gets that release and on wednesday he kills it i mean that's it and you know i i need people to think you know think dialectically here right it's not uh just about eating tacos you know anybody can eat a taco he could drive through and grab a taco any day it's about the whole experience of taco tuesdays yeah the alliteration themed dinner night fuels LeBron's corny passion, you know, inside of him, just that, that cringe moment of embarrassing your kids, that moment of just being like fully dad, as you just screech taco Tuesday into the yeah. camera. I mean, it's a whole experience. He needs the taco Tuesday. So if we see some finals matchups, probably not rockets are going to the finals in the West, but if we see some big playoff matchups on Tuesday, uh, Tuesday nights, I mean, excuse me, Wednesday nights, I mean, it's a sure bet LeBron's going to, crush it sure bet. all right all right so uh fade lebron on tuesdays pick him up on wednesdays um and I, that's something I, I did actually want to ask you about going moving on from uh lebron for a second you have uh we talked about this before you're a huge houston rockets fan um and also i mean 
I also wanted to ask you about the uh, Lou Williams strip club thing, but we'll get into that later. First, I want to ask you, how do you feel about the Rockets right now? They came, they came back from a big deficit to beat the Mavericks in their first game. Uh, we're talking on Sunday right now before they play their second game in the bubble. But where are you at as a Rockets fan right now? Uh, I mean, pretty pumped. I mean, since we've changed our roster up, we went small ball. I mean, we're one of the best teams. I think we are the hottest team in the NBA. Uh, so I, I don't think there's anybody that's going to stop us short of like an injury. Now we lost Eric Gordon uh, with the ankle injury, but um, I think we got some good guys coming up, you know, like house house, you know, started most of the year. Eric Gordon was out with a, with another injury. So I'm excited. I mean, we got shooters, we got great three and D players and Robert Covington. We got Jeff green with some veteran presence. I mean, I'm, I'm pumped. This is the most pumped I've been about the Rockets probably since before the Chris Paul days because Chris Paul's just kind of a wet rag. You know, yeah. it was exciting. I know we made our deepest run, you know, that, that one year, but he was just not as, like, fun. He didn't bring as much swag to the table as Westbrook. Oh, man, it is so nice to have so many NBA games over the weekend. I I just sat on the couch all weekend and, and watched them straight and played a ton of DraftKings lineup. We're all excited to see what week two has to bring in the basketball, okay? And, and if that isn't enough for you, you should be playing DraftKings because DraftKings is the leader in one-day fantasy sports. And they're offering you a shot to a shares of millions of dollars every day this week. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy basketball is easy to play. Just pick eight players Standard of the salary cap, there is no better way to put your basketball knowledge to the test than to compete for shares of millions of dollars. But if basketball isn't for you, don't worry. DraftKings is offering plenty of fantasy golf action in this week's major as well. Get on the action before the top golfers tee off on Thursday for a shot to win a $1 million top prize. With millions of dollars up to grab this week, there's no better place to have skin in the game than with DraftKings. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code SGP to get a shot at millions of dollars in prizes every day this week. That's promo code SGP to get a shot at millions of dollars in prizes every day this week. Only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Certainly the Rockets are, I would say, uh, easily one of the most fun teams to watch right now. Uh, that Dallas, you know, Dallas is another really fun team to watch. That Dallas no Rockets game was insane. Where, uh, you know, we're talking right now before they play Milwaukee today on Sunday. Uh, Milwaukee is down Eric Bledsoe, yet they are still favored right now, I think, by five or six points. Uh well, I mean, what do you got to say? That I, I, that feels like a little bit of a, that feels like a big slight against the Rockets right now. I mean, no doubt. But like I said, we're missing our starting uh, small forward two and and Eric Gordon. Um, so tip for tat. But I mean, they're gonna the NBA is gonna favor the better the gambling people are gonna gonna favor Milwaukee. Uh, Houston's played like less than twenty games in their current state together. Um, you know, so a lot less reliable, you know, in terms of like what they can do and, and who they've been tested against. But I mean, we've crushed some good teams. We've crushed the Lakers, you know, we just beat a really good, you know, high scoring Dallas team and stuff. So um, yeah, it's a slight, but uh, I mean, I mean, you guys proved that you could uh, outscore 
uh, I mean, Kristaps Porzingis played really good in that Dallas game. I thought he was good. And he, they killed you guys on rebounds, which makes sense. Obviously. Um, he played really well. He was still able to hit from the outside and, uh, still you guys were able to outscore them. I was, I was really impressed. I had a bet against the Rockets, which was a mistake. I'm, really debating whether or not to take the bucks or the rockets today. So I don't know. You're, you're starting to convince me though. Take, maybe take the rockets with the points. I would say, yeah, I would take, I would take that. The little hedge in there. I I just, the, the bucks can shoot too. You know what I mean? The bucks have had a lot of three players, you know, they have a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of ways to score. You know, they're so much bigger inside than us. Uh, So, you mean, there's definitely, there's definitely, you know, some threat there. Um, and in, I a, think, in a weird way, like people don't think this in, in a weird way, they kind of, they're kind of similar teams in the sense that Giannis is surrounded by three point shooters. And now Westbrook is just surrounded by three point shooters. And, and they have like, these two crazy athletic guys who can't really shoot from the outside. They don't need to, they just keep driving the lane over and over again. That is kind of interesting to see how they'll match up. But the difference being that Westbrook still takes 10 threes a game. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's true. He he'll never stop shooting. He'll never hey, stop shooting the bad shots. Hey, I can't. I don't want to. I don't want to trash people that keep shooting. Covington made or Covington missed eight three pointers uh, in, in the in the game against the Mavericks before he finally hit the one yeah. that brought us into the lead. So um, you know, I'm I'm all about the keep shooting. Actually, I just take that back. It's about Westbrook. I take it back. <laughs> you don't want him to. Shooting. Everybody else I'm can keep shooting except it. for Westbrook. I'm such a stan. I'll find any way to, like, defend it, you know. But, like, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think we got a good shot. I, I'm not too worried about Milwaukee. I don't think they really pose that much of a threat of winning at all. Uh, I mean, their record's impressive, but they played through the East. Yep. I was just talking last night uh, watching Toronto. How many wins would Toronto have if they were in the West? They have 46, so the number two seed in the East. If they're in the West, is that 40? Is that a 40-win team? 38-win team? Are they the I don't know. I mean, they looked great against the Lakers, though. I mean, they have good, a good, like, incredible defense. I'm saying that after, you know, obviously a, a, when they beat our, you know, best team from the West. But I, I really don't think that, that they're going to be a 46-win, you know, team in the West. And so I think from that angle, you know, I think the East is a little bit over – uh, hype a little bit. All right. um, I just think that we're we're a little bit stronger at the top. So I think I think the Rockets have a chance to be you know the Bucks. All right, yeah. and, and clearly you're, you're you're very biased, but you right now you would take the Rockets to come out of the West. Like that's pretty good odds right now. I, I think you can get them at like forty to one or something like that. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, should I put my money where my mouth is? Yeah, you absolutely should. Definitely go on mybookie.ag, use promo code SGP and get a deposit, 100% deposit match. So uh, you should definitely go throw some money on your Rockets. Um, where first are you week at? Of, oh, first, week of unemployment, first week of unemployment benefits. Yeah, right. Right you, there on- you are unemployed. I, I, I should mention that also. Um, so is there even something to be said uh, that the Orlando bubble is helping James Harden more than any other player. Cause he is now clearly not distracted by strip clubs. I mean, yeah, that huge, huge factor. I mean, not having the personal distractions, James Harden's known uh, for being a victim of personal distractions, whether it's at the strip club or between Kim Kardashian's legs, 
Yeah. Um, I think that's a huge thing for sure, but I don't think that's the most important thing. Wait, wasn't it Courtney Kardashian or was Courtney. it? It was Courtney. It was one but, of the Kardashians. It doesn't matter. You're right. But another important thing is the fact that we, you know, Harden's had the highest usage percentage in the NBA for like several years now. And I think including this year. Um, so getting that three month rest, I think that's probably the biggest advantage the bubble gives us. Yeah. So yes, out limiting the outside distractions, no, you know, mid playoff series, visits to the strip club, huge benefit. But most of all, it's that big rest period that gives them like those fresh legs for the playoff run. Yeah. With basketball back and Major League Baseball back and WNBA back and football is on the horizon, you might be thinking, hey, uh, that might be the best time to start my own sports book. But you don't know how. Well, that's all right, because Ace Per Head is here to help you start your own sportsbook. They'll provide you with an all-inclusive professional betting site with all the lines updated to the second and wagers graded immediately. They have top-notch customer support going 24-7 and some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus, Ace's offers, plus Ace offers live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Get started today, and Ace is offering up to six weeks free. Just go to aceperhead.com SGP. That's Ace. Perhead.com slash SGP. Um, okay, so the last thing I want to ask you before we get going is you've established yourself uh, as the the Reddit strip club James Harden guy. Um, so I have to ask you about the Lou Williams uh, breaking quarantine, going to the strip club to get the, his uh, the magic wings. Um, I don't know. Like, uh, do you have do you have any take on Sweet Lou Williams right now? I mean, that's so some fiendish dedication to the titties. Yeah. To just like break the biggest force, like quarantine effort. I mean, just this huge endeavor that the NBA is putting on that I commend them for doing like so much to just like break that so they could like go to a strip club and get these special wings. I mean, that's fiendish dedication. Yeah. So maybe it warrants, maybe it warrants some further analysis. I'll have to look at some other, you know, examples of that. I think you should, I think Lou Williams should be a guy you look into next because uh, it's, you know, I didn't really know this about him because he's not as much of a star, but I guess he is known around the league as being one of the hardest partiers. He he says that uh, he can't even take the young guys out with him because they can't keep up. They don't know how to hang until the late night hours like he does. So uh, he's a big party guy. People kind of forget that he's on the older side. So yeah. he's part of that kind of like last generation of like NBA partiers, you know, smoking cigs and cigars till three in the morning yeah. and then you know, playing a game the next day. He's kind of part of that whole, whole generation. You know, he spent, uh, he spent a year in Houston. So we got, we got to you know hear about some of his antics. Oh, I bet. Well. I bet. Uh, did he have his number retired at, at a strip club like James Harden? I, I have no, I have no, uh, no proof either way. Okay. Um, all right. So, I mean, uh, that might be something to consider about Lou Williams performance. Once he actually gets out of quarantine and back in the bubble, back with the Clippers, he might, uh, mirror James Harden and be better in the bubble without the distractions. It'd be, it'll be something to see. The Clips are a good team to watch too. Uh, maybe, maybe I'll go plug in all of his game, his game logs into, uh, my strip club rankings and see what comes out. 
yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm glad we could have this discussion. Uh, so uh, keep your eyes out for uh, some possible Lou Williams analysis from Ryan on the sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Uh, is there anything else you're working on right now that you would just like to uh, give us a heads up on or anything you can, your next big uh, mad scientist uh, deep dive? Well, there's something I've been like pretty excited about doing, and uh, that's the NBA 2K um, like predictive model I've, okay. that I've been wanting to build. So I have a theory uh, that the NBA 2K player ratings, like the people who rate them, are like incredibly accurate, and they take mm-hmm. into consideration like real basketball skills and stuff. Um, and there's some cool like videos online that that go into like how they set these ratings and stuff. Um, but I wanted to run a model based on preseason NBA 2K player and team ratings that basically sees like how accurate their player, like if we, if we predicted the stats based on how the NBA 2K preseason like ratings are for players and, and teams yeah. and like ran a model that predicted their end of year, like win rate, their end of year, like, you know, three point percentages and stuff like that based on their skill ratings um, and see like how accurate they are and predicting the real life results. And so it's kind of like a complicated um, analysis and I'm definitely going to have to like find a way to get the 2K ratings from like at least five years, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff. But there's some, I'm sure some, they're out there. Yeah, yeah, there's some stuff. There's some stuff. I, I I found some resources and stuff, but I've always wanted to see if there's like any sort of predictive model we could have based around like NBA 2K ratings. Yeah. Well, hey. so the, the newest game, you know, was set to release here in a couple of months. I don't, I'm sure that's being postponed with, you know, the NBA season yeah. being pushed, you know, back and stuff like that. But so I was going to try and time it with the newest NBA game release and stuff, but maybe I'll just have to drop it you know, anyways. Yeah. All right. Well, that is a, that's an exclusive to this podcast. We've got, got, you get a heads up on Ryan Sullivan's next uh, big, uh, next big deep dive uh, stats uh, analytics. Um, Yeah, man. uh, Thanks so much for talking with me. And, uh, you know, hopefully uh, we can get some Lou Williams strip club stuff. And I look forward to your NBA 2K stuff. Anything else you, uh, where, where can people follow you online? Uh, I guess on Twitter. Uh, man, you did this last time. I couldn't remember my Twitter handle. And I like doing the same thing again. Wait, I got it in front of me. Uh, you're at the... Sul uh, underscore Ryan. It's the hardest thing to remember. I would just say look for Ryan Sullivan on sportsgamblingpodcast.com. We have his Twitter handle right yeah. next to his name. You can follow him on Reddit at Angry Centrist. Um, and uh, definitely just like check him out on our site where I have all his uh, viral articles uh, on the site. Uh, so you can go back and read everything that made him so popular on Reddit. Um, and hey, man, best of luck with the Rockets. Yeah, hey, thanks so much. Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm gonna dunk it! 
It's finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.